Hey guys, it's your boy Elijah. Before we get started with today's episode, I just want to let you all know that we made adjustments to the Waving Gator Sweatshirt Contest. In order to gain an entry into the sweepstakes, all you have to do is follow me at Elijah R. Taylor on Twitter. All you have to do is retweet the pinned tweet on the homepage, and each retweet will count towards one entry towards the contest. Only one retweet per episode will count. Three lucky winners will be chosen and will be contacted by a DM at the conclusion of the contest. Contest is only available to U.S. residents only. Good luck, and now to the show. another episode of the wavy new yorker podcast i'm your host elijah taylor we're back with the godfather of podcasting mr akil st louis the og yo, 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 yo. welcome thank you for coming through for another episode man yes, appreciate you um thank you for having me. just got back we had to plan this on the fly you was in um new orleans right i was in the no Orleans. that's what they say when you're down there <laughs> how was it out there it was good I loved it. If you're between the ages of 30 and 35, <laughs> go to New Orleans. 30, if you, 35. If you be if you're between the ages of 20, 25, shh, ain't for you. Go really? to Vegas, kid. Uh, so Vegas is so I gotta keep doing my Vegas shit. Is what you said. Yeah, go to Vegas. It's an older scene. It's a little older scene, yeah. Cause when we were flying there on the plane, everybody was between 30 and 35. It was wild. I've Concord. never seen that before. Really? Yeah. So we had a we had a good time. We. We did a lot of sightseeing. We went, okay. came, we went to the plantation yesterday. Plantation. Yeah, we went to the slave plantation. Damn. It's called the the Whitney Plantation. I would highly advise anybody to go there just to see your roots, see, you know, how you know black people were put through, you know, the rigors of, of the white man. man. Uh, that's what it white is. man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> How's the food out there though? Shit's good. Oh my god. Like, is everything, like, Cajun-based, Cajun-inspired? It's a lot of Cajun-based. It's a lot of um, hot sauce. Everything is hot as fuck. Really? Um, so, like, if you don't like spicy food, it's not really nah, a good you, place for you. You ain't rocking. Oh, the really? salads was fucking hot. Damn. So I was like, yo, let me, salad hot. <laughs> <laughs> let me eat Let me eat healthy. So I was like, <laughs> I'm like god damn, this shit is hot. <laughs> everything out there, out there is hot. Nah, Raging Cajun. Nice. So did you like on some dumb shit? Did you try the Popeyes out there or nah? Nah, I didn't. Yo, I only seen one Popeyes. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, if there's only one Popeyes, <laughs> that shit's probably like valid. Like, you know how we got like it's the crazy. Nathan's in Coney Island, yeah. and that's like the flagship shit. Mm-hmm. I feel like out there that would be like a valid Popeyes. Yeah. Now I would go. I feel like if I go, it gotta be some short shit though, like two, three days maybe. Yeah, that's I what want I some did. food. Yeah, it's not like a four or five day thing nah. for me. Especially if you're saying it's 30, 35 type shit. Nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go for more than four days. Okay. I was there for three and... And like, is it like mad, like outdated? Like every, when I see it on TV, everything looks so like... 
it's not it's not modern like yeah. like in terms of like the infrastructure but like even the houses and the hotels they're not modern either really nah, the, it's, 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 there's no insulation uh, it's because it, it's it's warmer a little bit warmer yeah. it's humid I ain't seen no gators out there. Nah, sure. we we ain't seen no gators. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, but we ate gator. Uh, that doesn't taste good. Gator tastes like it's a chicken. it's a hybrid between chicken and Duck. fish. Fish, interesting. It's random. I had to fuck with it. Yeah. How was the people? Like I know they were fucking like, were they like a little depressed knowing like, yo, it's Sunday, we're not playing in the Super Bowl after the New Orleans debacle. It, it was wild because while we while I was walking around, there was a couple people saying, "Who that? Who that?" I'm like, oh, I gotta say it. So who that? That, so man. they they had an anti Super Bowl party. I heard. So yesterday there was no none of the bars was playing Super Bowl. Was playing the Super Bowl. It was fucking crazy. It's funny you say that because I was listening to Michael K show when I was pulling up, pulling up here, and they were like, yeah, the TV ratings for the Super Bowl in New Orleans was like a all time low, like yeah. twenty point some some low shit. Yeah. Like I don't know what that means relative to what it normally was, but they were uh-huh. just like they were not fucking with that shit. <laughs> and it's kind of funny, not. just like. They say that one Super Bowl they missed out on ended up being a shitty Super Bowl. Like, yeah. did you? So did you saw the shit? Did you see it on the plane, or did you see it when you get back? I, I seen the first two quarters of the of the Super Bowl. Man, um, but obviously, I was I was telling my friends, I was like, this looks like it's gonna be like, like Smash Mouth gridiron football. It, it was, was horrible. It was it, it looked it looked bad, but from a coaching uh, from a coach's perspective, yeah, it was it looked, good. It was great. Well, Belichick coached his ass off, man. And I honestly, everybody always thinks, like, in New York, we should hate the man because I don't know why. Like, as a Giants fan, I have no beef with him. Like, I Belichick has done nothing but bring me championships to my Giants organization yeah. in one form or another. I look at it yeah, that exactly. way. Yeah. And I have no beef with him. Only Jets fans is really the only ones tight at him. I'm like, yo. <laughs> like, I'm looking at it like, yo, he was our defensive coordinator. Then we win that Super Bowl against the Bills. That shit was similar to the shit yesterday, basically, yeah. where it was like, yeah. A defensive struggle. He had that defense rocking. Yeah, but you gotta, you gotta remember why Jeff fans hate him. Remember, he was hired as a the, the, as a Jet coach yeah. for two days, and, and he dubbed it. He stepped down. He said, he "I'm stepping it. down as HC." He didn't say head coach. He's like HC. I mean, I understand, <laughs> but they gotta grow up, man. Yeah, yeah. But that's uh, Jeff fans are uh, different than, than yeah. us Giant fans. They're pathetic. I think it's pathetic. Played it simple. But like, nah. I mean, it was just a whack game, and it was like I kind of. This is what I feared. I was just like, yeah, the Rams get there, cool. But, like, Jared Goff, it's like, that kid's not good. Like, like, everybody was so happy from a gambling standpoint. Everybody was like, yo, if this shit gets to Rams plus three, you got to take the Rams. Like, and I'm just like, bro, do you really, like, trust Jared Goff? Like, he was the, he's one of those guys. I just, when he was drafted, I was kind of like, eh. And he's one of those, like, he's a product of just very good coaching. And I, like in the Super Bowl, even good coaching can't save you when you're going against Belichick, man. Mm-hmm. He just looked like a fucking fish out of water, man. Yeah, I feel they're, bad. Their their uh, QB coach, he went to um, the Bengals. Yeah, the Bengals. Uh, Zach Taylor, my cousin. Yeah, he's he's young, young dude. He's young too, four, but three, he's five. gonna probably fucking suck. Yeah, probably. Like I, I we'll we'll see what happens, but I, I don't know. He didn't really go to the most ideal situation. Nah, I would not. Fuck that! I would have stayed right in fucking LA. Fucking LA, yeah. yeah. I would not go to Cincinnati. Cincinnati, shitty city. Nah, it's shitty a bad TV. city. The team is not the greatest. Yeah, you just don't have a good infrastructure there. Yeah, I would not go to Cincinnati. But that's on him. Fuck him. <laughs> he taking a risk. That shit was a fucking shit show of a game. Though. It was just really bad. Like in every Super Bowl I've seen Brady win, you see when Brady jumps, like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. 
I was like, like shocked. Brady kind of just looked like, eh, alright, yeah. I guess. I didn't, I didn't like, even, I didn't even see the highlights. I was like, fuck there that. There was no highlights. The highlights was like a punt. Yeah, it was it. The field missed, goals, field, field goal kickers goal. were missing. I think like each kicker missed at least one kick. It was like literally like a non-offensive game. It was a terrible game to gamble on, though. Oh my god, <laughs> the prop bets were shit. You couldn't bet on anything. Like oh, yeah. you the, you had to take the under. It was like the it was set at fifty six and a half. That's insane. The shit 56 ended up and a half? fifty six and a fucking half. That's nah. a, that's what? insane. So we're in the Vroom Tomb right now, the Vroom Tomb. So we're parked and the lights are on. So every time a car passes by, oh, let me get in that spot. Yeah. Oh, motherfucker. You're not getting a fucking spot, dickhead. We're doing a podcast. (laughs) Fuck these park slopes, motherfuckers. I hate them. (laughs) Speaking of them, and I I hate to go sidetrack. Yo, I've been in park slope the past three days driving for whatever reason. These motherfuckers can't drive, bro. Mm -hmm. And they drive like bitches. I hate them. They it's such from a New shitty York. place. Yeah, they're really fucking not. And they're just horrible, yo. They drive like bitches, yo. It's like they're dragging, dragging, indecisive. Like, pick a fucking side of the road, son. Don't be in the middle. And, like, I almost got in a car accident. I'm coming down that block, which is, like, what have you? Is that third half, fourth half? Whatever the fuck it is. I'm coming. You got one dumb motherfucker reversing down the middle of the street. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to pull all the way to the left. Then you got somebody else trying to come out a parking spot. So now I got to, like, swing to the right and uh-huh. swing to the left real quick so I don't die. And I'm just like, yo, Damn, that's crazy. fucking retarded, yo. Over hate these yeah, assholes, bro. <laughs> I hate them all. If I'm, if I'm not from New York, I'm staying my ass with whatever state that I'm that I'm at. I'm not yeah. coming here. It's I don't know why they're so thirsty to come here. But what I've noticed is everybody comes here. And, and what I hate is niggas that move here and then complain. Like no, you ain't nobody force your ass to come here, son. Up. You could go anywhere else in the world. Like don't come here and complain. I notice it's, it's a lot of like fickle people. They in here for like two years, three years. They're like, eh, it's not really worth it. They leave. Like save yourself the trouble, son. It, just, it ain't for you. It ain't for everyone. Nah, it ain't nah, for all y'all nah, niggas, nah. man. Definitely not. Man, <laughs> but that shit was fucking trash. That Super Bowl. Super Bowl was trash. Bad for gambling. It was just ugh. And now it kind of sucks because that's just a slow note to go off. And now this is like that little abyss of the sports world where like NBA is kind of winding down mm-hmm. and then baseball's not happening. There ain't shit really going on. But I think in another two weeks, it gets usually around Valentine's Day. We got All-Star Weekend. NBA gets a little more exciting. And then by the end of February, you get to that home stretch of like college basketball finishing up, yep. March Madness finishing up. I'm going to talk more about college ball a little later towards the ooh, end of the ooh, pod, ooh. by the way. Got to talk about these these Johnnies. But, my man, Shamari, man. Shamari Where you at, man? I'm trying to get him on the pod, honestly. Yeah, that's my boy. I'm trying to get him on the pod. My man, Torito, don't like him. We're going to get to that. But, um, and it's been this crazy in New York now. Like, I think the one thing that the NBA did do, which is kind of, like, to help get rid of this void or help, like, have exciting shit during this void, they put the they pushed the trade deadline a little bit before the um, All Star break, so I think it's like this February seventh. February seventh. Yep. So last week we saw the fucking the Porzingis debacle, man. Which like I'm not a Knicks fan, but as a Nets fan, I will we will all admit like the Knicks are the story of the town. Like the drama mm-hmm. is it, it's it's must see television. It is, it is. And that shit with the Porzingis trade, that blockbuster caught like everybody. Like by storm, like that it shit did. was crazy. It, 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 it was just the way it matriculated, how fast the shit moved. <laughs> the, the the trading deadline, like February seventh, is it's like a holiday. It's like a national mm-hmm. holiday for, for basketball fans. Mm-hmm. Like 
I'm telling my girlfriend right now, um, you know, her day, her birthday is on February 7th, so I'm like, oh, shit. yo, you don't realize that your birthday <laughs> is on a fucking holiday. Yeah, what? NBA trade holiday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and you know what it is? Every sport got a trade deadline, but I don't think any sport, well, you going to hit that bump. <laughs> this yeah, dude was speeding down the block. He's yeah, he, he hit that big diesel ass in the head ass. <laughs> but nah, so like every sport got a trade deadline, but I feel like the NBA is the only one where you like, even hear about year, the NFL trade yeah, deadline. Yeah, every now and then something happens, but it's never like like I think this year the story was the old Dante Fowler went from the Jaguars to the to the Rams, to the Rams yeah. and he still ain't do shit in the yeah, Super Bowl. He didn't do nothing. But like. Now, like in the NBA, I think every year there's always a blockbuster. There's always somebody that's like, yo, I'm not happy. I want to get traded. Or maybe somebody's on the last year of their deal, and they're just like, yo, fuck it. I don't know who got traded last year, but it's just always something. I don't remember the big the big trades. I think last week was probably the biggest. Like, yeah, last week's going to be like, the biggest trade that's going to happen, maybe. It, uh, well, we'll see. But, like, it was just the way it matriculated. Because usually it's like. To make a trade in the NBA is so hard because of salary cap restrictions. The money has to even out on both sides. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't just trade bullshit for bullshit. No. But it was like, it's like you just wake up one day. I don't even know when the story comes out. Maybe at 12 o'clock or 11 it was like, o'clock. It was like noon. It was yeah, like noon, between 12 and 1, they're like, yeah, Porzingis is happy. But that's not, the, fir- that's not the first time. That's what I was trying to, trying to tell you. Porzingis, not, that's not the first time this guy has complained. Oh, yeah, we've heard multiple, a little. Multiple, multiple occasions. Yeah, but like, I mean, if I if I'm if I'm the a GM of a of a team, like, all right, motherfucker, get out of here. Like, we don't like we don't need you. Like, I hear you, but I'll say this: How fast did it? I mean, yeah, he's probably said this before, but granted, he's not playing right now, so it ain't nothing worse than not playing. But you on the bench and you watching these motherfuckers suck. But, but he like, admitted. He admitted today. He was like, "Yo, I." I knew I wasn't playing all year. So why were you bitching? Like, it's crazy. Well, I, yeah. I don't get that. Well, yeah. I, I guess at the beginning, I didn't know. I guess everybody kind of had that idea, like, yo, he would be back maybe, you know, after the all-time, all-star break. That was, like, the original timetable yeah. for his yeah, return. You're right. You're right. But, you know, I guess he's watching this shit, and he's just like, yo, even if I do come back, this is a wasted season. Like, what are we doing? And I understand it's, it's one thing y'all tanking, but it's like, yo... This tanking, shit is tanking. whack. <laughs> that shit is whack, tanking, tanking. yo. Like I'm looking at the damn. Like I've I, I've seen the Sixers, you know, go through the process. Oh man. And I, I I think a lot of you Knicks fans are happy and embracing it. Like yo, we're finally like admitting that we right? suck. We're tanking. Y'all picked the worst year to tank though. Now like we have. Three? Y'all not guaranteed to get the number one pick oh, no more. Lord, now Lord, the bottom Lord. three got the same odds. Oh Lord. Y'all finally picked up when it's too damn late. Yeah, it's but like, then, but then check it. You have three studs coming out. Four yeah, studs. absolutely, absolutely. You have the kid from Murray State. You mm-hmm. have the the three from Duke. Um, you have the the, the kid from Tennessee. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the dude from Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. There's studs in this. Yeah, no, it's a draft. great. It's a top heavy draft. Probably it's like 10, 15, 10 to twelve it, kids, and then I, it falls off OD. Then you're gonna hear about names that you never heard about in your life. After yeah, that. of course. Then you got the international motherfuckers, the Luka Doncic's of the world, and all that. That's oh, cool. Man is killing, man. But my thing was, all right, right. <clears throat> y'all basically, in essence, said he 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 was tight. Like y'all are sucking, and there's no Ooh, plan. KP's tight. KP's tight. But KP's a franchise, man. You telling me KP wasn't a franchise? KP was the franchise. He K, KP was a franchise of the New York Knicks. I don't. KP was I, the I franchise. Want, I want him to flourish 
in Dallas. I want him to do he will. great. And he will. But my only thing is with him is that he wasn't like like I like not for nothing. I'm I'm not, I don't want to try trying to get off topic but with Melo yeah. I respect Melo because Melo was going through shit and my man never complained well yeah if you check if you if you go back and look at it he never complained no, well, well even he never with Phil threw him under the bus yeah yeah but Melo's the only a time, yeah, Phil, Phil OD'd you gotta understand I was, I was this kid is a young player he doesn't really have any but then like, you're not then, then you can't be the focal point of the team if you're complaining he just complained but he complained about the right shit though man it's oh one thing God. if he complaining about not getting minutes, complaining about, yeah, they don't want to let me play. But he complaining like, yo, what direction are we going in? Because, like, nobody want to waste their career playing for a shitty team, man. Like, honestly, what he's doing is very similar to what Odell was doing with the Giants, where it's kind of like, yo, like, I ain't trying to make y'all hot, but, like, yo, what we doing at this quarterback position? Because, like... But I, I don't like like if you want to talk like I didn't like what Odell. T- I'm a big Odell fan, but I don't like I didn't like how Odell went went in, went to ESPN with Lil Wayne throwing dudes. On. I didn't like that. That's I didn't the, like it but either, that's but. but that's the that's that's this generation now. That's a new age athlete. All they want to do is fucking complain. All right. The same thing with AD. AD gonna gonna go talk to whomever get his agent. He knew his ass was gonna get that. uh fine. Yeah. Like come on, yeah. like but. It, it's all trickled and you know where it started where did it start where did it start LeBron, who started the decision yes exactly right. my man my man decided like yo I'm the I'm the one that's making the decision and didn't even give Cleveland a chance to even fucking trade him to get pieces I they had to start that. from de- like deadlift strength fucking bottom of the barrel. Yeah, he said like, that's back fucked up. Three seasons. And he like knew what he did. That was fucked and up. He knew what he wanted to that do. was. That's why he went back. That's the only reason why he went back. Yeah, he's a fuckhead. <laughs> but that's what I'm gonna say. Like, I understand these young ass athletes are like they they have a different way of thinking. My thing is from a GM standpoint, y'all gotta learn how to manage that better and y'all gotta learn who holds the leverage. As the owner, as the, as the GM, you guys hold all the leverage when they have more than one year. Unless they're on an expiring deal, you hold all the leverage in these situations. So my thing is, all right, yeah, you want to trade KP? Was it worth trading KP now? Could you have gotten more for him later? Probably. We'll never know. But never my know. thing is, it's like, to me, trading KP was like being an early owner of a bitcoin like you had a couple bitcoins and then you just finally started going up and you're like you know what let me sell this shit and get a couple hundred dollars real quick it's a risk it's, it's a gamble and but I, my I, thing it's is worth, it's worth the risk we're not gonna know we're not gonna know the yeah. effects of the trade until july yeah so july absolutely, 1st, absolutely that's when we'll know like oh shit i yes, just we shouldn't we we should have trade kp because we ended up with Kyrie and durant but if we ended up with tobias harris and, I'm and, not even gonna give y'all Kimba, that worst case scenario. I'm gonna Kimba give y'all. Walker? I'm gonna give y'all Boogie Cousins and fucking Kemba Walker. I'll take that. You be happy with that? I'll be happy. You be happy with that? Boogs, Boogs and Kemba. <laughs> Boogs Yo, and man, Kemba. Boogs is a beast. Kid. Oh, max contract deals. I'll give him Boogs and Max. Oh man, y'all what? crazy. You would give him Boogs and Max, no. and, then you, and then you and then you have and Kemba around him. No, you know oh, why? Bugging, you man. know why? Cause you just traded for fucking Dennis Smith Jr. Who has another year? He's a fucking rookie. He's basically his second year. So he has has two more years. Two years. What? Another two more years on his deal? Yeah, him and Frankie Cigarettes. Who's a bum? Who's a bum? If you're listening to me, you're a bum. (laughs) Get out of here. So that's another thing. So, but that's why I think that trade is so dumb. 
because you traded for Dennis Smith Jr., who in essence was a kid that you guys passed on in a draft a year ago. So it's like, did you want the kid or not? You wanted Frankie? And I, I, I've been a big advocate of Frankie. I've been defending uh, Frankie time Frank, and time Frank, again. Frankie's, is a bum, Frankie ain't it, man. Frankie ain't it. Frankie's a role player. Frankie's a role player. popping, kid. Frankie ain't it. And <laughs> nah, I've been defending Frankie. I've been defending Frankie Honor, but Frankie ain't it. They whiffed on it. They whiffed uh, on the pick. No, but the, but the thing is with that with that draft, I remember reading articles about like Hornacek and Steve Mills was fighting with Phil Jackson because they wanted Donovan Mitchell. Okay. And Phil Jackson was like, no, we're not drafting Donovan Mitchell. We're going to draft Frankie Cigarette. But you know what I so dumb, though? It's my thing is y'all ended up firing his ass afterwards. Why the that, fuck didn't y'all fire his ass but the, the, before who's the draft? That? The same motherfuckers that's, that's in charge, though. That's your boy Jimbo. But my thing is this. I see what you're you saying. You trust these same motherfuckers to get Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving? I trust, I trust Steve Mills. I you trust, trust them? Perry, I don't and trust I trust none of them. Fitz. I don't trust none of these motherfuckers. Dolan's not going to be around. He's not... Yeah, I, think, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I swear this guy is not gonna be around. Yeah, I trust these motherfuckers. I, I trust Perry. I trust Steve Mills, and I trust Which my man Fitzgerald to get get you a Kevin Durant. Man, here's yeah, okay. Or now Kyrie we wanna, Now we want to segue to KD. Okay. Here's a name that you must must know. Mm-hmm. And Larry Medina, I know you're listening. Shout out to Larry. I Royal Ivy, Royal Mr. Ivy. Royal Ivy, was Kevin Durant's teammate at Texas. Okay, yeah, in the NBA. And when Kevin Durant got drafted by Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. Royal Ivy was not drafted. Mm-hmm. He was signed as an unrestricted free agent from... I remember Royal Ivy. In from Texas to, to Oklahoma. Did he play? Hell no. Nah. But is he still closer to Kevin Durant? Yeah. Yes, he is. This is all a chess move. It's a cons- it's so what's Royal Ivy doing these days? Royal what? Ivy is an assistant coach For with the, the New York Knicks. Mm-hmm. Think about that. And you think Royal Ivy. Royal fucking Ivy has Royal Ivy. Remember that name, rate. podcasters. <laughs> Remember that name. Just mark <laughs> on your calendar. I said it's February 4th, the day after the Wacker Super Bowl, since the, the 2000 Super Bowl when the Giants <laughs> and Ravens played, which was 34 to 7. My man Juan Dixon scored the only touchdown. February 4th. Okay. Mark it on your calendar. All right. And I said it first. Royal Ivy is a name that we have to remember. To get Kevin Durant. To get Kevin Durant, yes. I don't care. Don't get me wrong. I'm a firm believer that Kevin Durant dips at Oklahoma, uh, Golden State after if this year. If they win. But I think he's in. Well, if they win, yeah. But I if think he'd win. be a fool to go to the fucking Knicks. Oh, why? What is there in New York for him? You're going to pay more taxes. What okay. do they have around you? You're hoping to get a Zion Williamson? But, but Kevin Durant is more about... His, uh, Tarnishing his legacy, finish not, fi- fixing his legacy, finishing his legacy, and building his brand. Number two, building a brand. His brand, he's getting a lot into into tech. Okay, yeah. So, but New tech York, ain't popping in New York. Tech is popping uh, on the West Coast. I bet to differ. Tech is popping on There's, the West Coast, right, man. And, Silicon and, Valley and out industri- there, industrial city where at, at BDC where dudes is knocking on the glass, wanting for more heat in that that jail cell. Yeah. All that indu- industry city. That area is becoming a, a tech. It's gonna. It's become a tech boom. All right, we'll in the see. next two, three years, probably not right now. But you think Kevin? You think Kevin is waiting, willing to wait two years for that bullshit? <sighs> yeah, 
maybe I'm reaching. A little I just bit. think you're reaching. Now, I think the Kevin Durant. I think the Kevin Durant thing is a reach. If it happens, it happens. Good for you. But if Kevin Durant comes though, what do you think he makes y'all? He, he makes y'all a finals candidate. I don't think he makes y'all a finals candidate. In the East, I think I make the playoffs. The East is weak. I don't think y'all. I, I think I don't who's think y'all. The, who's in the East? I uh, think uh, Kevin Leonard's Durant. Leonard's not led, staying there. Who? Leonard. Leonard's not staying. We'll in see. We don't know what Kawhi. We don't know what goes on Kawhi. Kawhi's a weird dude. He's a weird. The man dude. signed to fucking New Balance. Yeah. New Balance basketball, which <laughs> I don't. Well, so you know where New Balance is based there, right? Bounce base in Boston. Boston. Yeah. So that's a fucking well, yeah, possibility. Yeah, that's too. another conspiracy theory. Maybe. But maybe my thing is all this shit going on. You think now the only the only logical kind of like just because he's weird and he's a millennial and he's he's, he's different. Kyrie Irving coming to the Knicks. I could very well see that. Kyrie's but another weird dude. You know what I don't like about Kyrie though? Kyrie's a fucking he's injury prone. <laughs> so all this shit I about Porzingis. I mean, uh, Kyrie got that. old man needs. Yeah, Kyrie yeah. is like low key. What is he? Twenty five. Me and Kyrie like about the same age. Yeah, the same Kyrie age. is for one. He's very weird. <laughs> he's not into black girls, so he's against his own time. <laughs> he's really like low key against what? black oh. culture. <laughs> and then if you look at him, he just very he thinks about things very differently. But he he's very injury prone. He's very injury he's, prone. He's getting he better and rested. When he was at Duke, he pl- you remember people he only forget. played like four he, games. He played like eleven five. games. Eleven games. He played eleven games. I That's what that. I'm saying. So like, this kid is someone who's never really been healthy, and not only that, the kid we can't say that he's really good. Can we say that Kyrie's ever made a team what? better? No, 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 no. Listen to me. Oh, all right. All you right, want right. to hear me on this? I, right? I heard. I heard this every argument. season in Cleveland. Every season in Cleveland that he was the focal guy without LeBron, uh-huh. never made the playoffs bottom why, team. Why did, why, did Cleveland, why did Cleveland win that, that finals? Because Kyrie ever hit a it, big shot. Exactly. In Steph Kyrie, didn't, Kyrie win, didn't he get MVP that, that, that no, final? No. Or went to LeBron? Went to LeBron. Are you but crazy? It, Kyrie should, I, I remember, yeah, <laughs> I remember that. He went to LeBron. Are you crazy? Kyrie should have gotten that because he was killing <laughs> that finals. Yeah, he, he was, was using his bag, finally. He was killing. He was, he, he was killing. He, he, can can he make can he make teams better? Good, no. I, he, I think he could be the best player on an average team. Yes. yes can he, he be the best player on an elite team? No. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because now we're looking at Boston. Yeah. Because last year Boston was the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. They had a chance to beat LeBron in a seven game series. They took LeBron to Game Seven at the crib, <laughs> at the crib, and they had every chance to beat LeBron. They fell short. Yeah, they, now, they, 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 they fell off. Like Now we Rose, come back a following Tatum. year. Yeah. Well, but do you think they fell off or do you think Kyrie doesn't make them better? I see I see what you're saying. I don't think Kyrie makes the team better. I think Kyrie kind of hinders their growth. It almost reminds me of what the Lakers were like early, like Kobe's last year, when guys like D'Angelo Russell, uh, yeah. fucking Jordan Clarkson, Shout out to D'Angelo, they, they're man. feeding He's Kobe. Killing. Now, I'm a Nets fan, and as yeah, a Nets fan, I see... How certain teams, like like the Nets, for example, is a perfect example of what Boston will be like without Kyrie. The Nets are a good team. We don't have any superstars. We have one all-star, D'Angelo Russell. He ain't really an all-star because he's like a fucking replacement. They, they remind me, this Nets team reminds me a lot. Because unfortunately, since the Knicks have been playing so badly. You got to watch Nets I basketball. I have to watch Nets because that's the only time I can watch, you know, legit basketball. Good basketball. In the city. But uh, they remind me a lot of the, the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, that's a great. With Carroll. Yep. Yep. And, that's a great, and, great comp. Uh, Millsap. Well, you know, um, you know those dudes. Well, you know, uh, Kenny was an assistant coach with the Hawks. That, yeah. So he comes from that so, brain yeah, trust. I didn't even know that. So yep. it, it kind of, 
kind of looks the same type of offense. Yeah. And if similar. you look at the Hawks, the Hawks were low-key modeling their team, their franchise after the Spurs to some extent. Yeah, That's yeah. why they brought in Budenholzer and whatnot. Yeah, and Danny, Danny Ferry was a, was a GM there. Who Danny, was that? Oh. Danny Ferry played for the Spurs. Oh, okay. So that's probably why like, they resemble a lot like the, the Yeah, Spurs. and just the build of the team, even if you look at the international players we've been drafting, it's it's been really good. Yeah, y'all got to – And that, I look at the Nets, and that's what I'm saying. And this is to go against that Knicks argument. Every free agent, every argument you could make for one of those free agents going to the Knicks, the Nets could say, well, you could come to Brooklyn, and we have that same amount of money to give you. Also, we have a better team around, better coach. Also, Brooklyn's pretty lit. Yeah. Just saying. I it's mean. The, 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 my only issue with the Nets games is that in, in terms of fan interaction, is not Well, it's not what like the Knicks the are. It's not, but, it's, but well, what I will say is now that the Nets have been winning games, the Barclays Center has been more like it's Shaking. been more live than it's ever been cuz i've been know. i've been going to Barclays games for like years year. and it's usually been like well did you go before we really started getting hot yeah i went i went to the, a couple weeks ago when they played the kings all right all right it, but it's like they, it wasn't they won a four game winning streak like they D'Angelo had 32 or something like that it's been better than it's been before like i like i it used to go to have, it doesn't have that well there's no history in the building exactly and that's the only thing but I don't think people care that much about the garden. Like people like playing in the garden on the road. <laughs> and you're gonna always be playing the NBA, guess what? Yeah. No matter what, you're gonna oh, be able yeah, to play in the garden at least once. Yeah. You're gonna be able to play in the garden at least once. Yeah, so right. as far as I'm concerned, that uh, the garden doesn't have the allure that it used to have. Like it's still there. It's there, but like to me when I see the garden, I think of rats. Like, the garden's bummy outside. You know what I mean? Shout out to Stand Out Rats. Pizza Rats, sorry. But the, but the thing is, the thing is with, with the garden, the garden is, it, it can't lose that. It can't lose that Yeah, it's that a aura. mecca. It's always going to be Why? the mecca of basketball in New York. It's 34th Street. Of course. You have tourists coming out of Penn Station. Mm-hmm. You have dudes coming from Long Island, Jersey. Mm-hmm. Of course, of it's course. It's a hub. Of course. It's a hub for the Northeast. So that's why you. it's always going to be packed out. The Knicks could be fucking 1-71. And, 71. and niggas going to come. They're still going to come. I'm that's telling fair. you. That's fair. I agree. And that's, how, and that's a damn shame. It is a damn that's shame. That's a damn shame. Those are not New Yorkers. Those are all tourists. Absolutely. People come to see the opposing road team in your, in your, in your arena. That's, that's And to me, that's, that's a joke. And I, I just think as a marquee free agent, if I'm the top of my game, I'm not gonna. I'll take a chance in a Brooklyn somewhere. I'll, I'll sign a two-year, three-year deal. You saying in that because you're a Nets fan? No, I'm you're not. Politicking. But yo, it's the same city. It's the same it's the city. Same but city. it's not New York City. It's it, not. It's yo, not do you Manhattan. think these guys that play for the Knicks live in Manhattan? They all live in White Plains. They live upstate. Yeah. Who they live lives upstate? Who, which Nets player lives down here? Joe Harris. D'Angelo Russell. And Joe Harris. It is a Fort Green. Joe Harris. Yeah. Jeremy Lin was living in one of these high-rise condos because Brooklyn is just a chill city. Brooklyn's a better city. You could walk down the streets of Brooklyn in the middle of the bothered. day and not get bodied. You could go grocery shopping. You could you could have a daycare for your kids. You can't do that in the city. You ain't going to have a parking lot in the city, Reddick, bro. J.J. Reddick does live in Park Slope. I'm telling you. These, it's just more. It's better places. It's better It's better places to buy homes in Brooklyn. And and not only that, our practice. I don't know what you guys got at a practice it's facility. It's an industrial city. We have our practice facility in industrial city, easy to yeah, get it's, to, it's, it is and it's not that far from the damn arena. If you really want to, you can take the damn train from the practice facility to the damn arena. Why, uh, the Knicks do 
uh, practice in Westchester. So you that's, practice that's in Westchester, why, and that's, that's why. That's why most of the players live in White Plains. Yeah, it's just not an ideal situation for you guys. But Westchester is more. It's, it's more, more open. Yeah, you could have a house, You're not whatever. Have people bother you, so you could make that same. But it's not that with lit, Brooklyn. though. It's not that lit. Like you know why I'm gonna say New York's not that lit. Look at Clee Anthony early, man. He was living. Uh, shout out to my boy. And he Clean came. You, did you see that documentary I with did. the poor kid, I did. man? I did. He's out here in a strip club for his boy's birthday. <laughs> gets robbed, gets shot. That you know, like who knows what that, that was his in Queens and random ass in Queens. Queens. But you know that would have never happened in Brooklyn. What in Brooklyn? He could have came out to Lust. He would have been good. Nobody's ever Lust, gotten shot. Well, Lust got shot down, but yeah. Lust. Nobody's ever gotten shot in Lust. Lust. But if D'Angelo would have went to like Cron, let's say D'Angelo's in Cron Heights. Yeah, he might get his chains. Yeah, exactly. So that, that you can't make that back comparison. I just think it's I just think it's a better. But I mean, I'm just saying, yo, honestly, like Free New Yorkers, come to New Yorkers need to like honestly grow up now and pick a side. Uh, it's choices now. That's what I'm saying. And the same thing is happening in L.A. The Clippers. I mean, they had their little. They kind of faded a little bit. Whatever. They had a great start to the season. But now I think, it, like, honestly, in these two major cities, in L.A. and in, in, in New York, you got to pick a side now. Now it's like, yo, am I going to be a Nets fan or am I going to be a Knicks fan? You have choices now. Every team in New York and L.A., we got, for the most part, two of. You don't got to gotta be a Knicks fan. And I think with these new younger kids, we, they don't have no the Warriors legions. Fans. We, but not only, But you know why they're Warriors fans? Why? They don't have the legions to teams. Kids growing up have allegiance to players. So, I'm going to tell y'all this. So, when y'all do this Porzingis shit, this shit is all in on KD, Kyrie. Because if y'all don't get a name, the kids that are coming up in, in 5, 10 years, they're not going to want to come to the garden and see, to see fucking Kevin Knox. They don't want to see <laughs> Kevin Knox. They don't want to see Kemba Walker. But they want to see, see Kyrie Irving. They want to see Klay Thompson. They want to see Kevin Durant. Shit, shout so, out. What if you get Klay... If we get Clay or, or Kyrie, I think it's a, it's a then it's, it's a, then it's great, yes. But if you do not, if you guys whiff on this, this sets y'all back He's gonna set another back. five years. So what I'm saying is, the I, I I'm I'm assuming somebody knows something. That the is Knicks the only way you go in on that trade. Somebody knows somebody knows something in the Knicks organization. As much as Some, we can say, Porzingis was marketable and he was very popular with the fans, man. With the young fan, they're like Porzingis, Porzingis. Like, they, it was somebody they liked to watch. He was a very marketable guy. So, he, he, he you got to have something good in the wings, man. He is he is marketable, but in terms of him, I mean, I got to get I gotta get with the times a little bit because I don't understand why these guys always want to go on social media and say, oh, stay woke. Like, that's what... Oh, yeah, Porzingis. Like, come on, like, what are you talking about? Well, we don't this know what happened in that problem. situation, though. No, but you know he requested the trade. He keeps requesting for trades. But trade. my thing That's is this: problem. they didn't have to trade his ass. Why? Why? Why not? Why not? I y'all traded him that. for a salary dump. It was a salary dump. I loved it. My you thing got two is, picks out of it. But do you think a salary dump? I always think salary dumps is just you rectifying a big ass mistake you made earlier. You basically That's true. like everybody in New York City. Knicks fan or not knew the Tim Hardaway contract was the dumbest deal in like one in the but history of the it NBA. Wasn't, no, not the history. The history. It's one of the dumbest. The dumbest, dumbest, the dumbest, dumbest signs, though. The dumbest signs in the past five, four, four to five years. It has to be Otto, uh, Otto, Otto Porter. Porter. 
Outer Porter's getting like 112. Well, you know why Outer Porter's getting that much money? Why? Because my Brooklyn Nets. And we changed the landscape of the NFL. The, the, the Brooklyn NBA, Nets the, have the fucked... Tech? The Brooklyn Nets Portland, literally Portland, fucked the, the, the Portland Trailblazers and the fucking... Wait, uh, and the Crab. fucking... And the, yeah, and the fucking Wizards. You know why? Because we always force you guys to match restricted free agents. Because y'all know in well, those markets, y'all won't get starts. And our GM... Is smart, and I think players are gonna look at it and be like, "Yo, this man knows what he's doing." Let me go. Let me go try something in Brooklyn. If I'm gonna take a chance, I'd rather take a chance in Brooklyn. But I, I love, I love how these how these writers, because I follow a lot of writers, especially mm-hmm. Mr. Bundy, uh, Stephen, whatever the fuck your name is, Stephen Bundy. You're a goddamn prick. <laughs> all he does is complain. Get the fuck out of here and go to goddamn the, the Nets. Then, if all you're gonna do is like slander, like my man's gonna go say, "Oh, the Knicks in their Ponzi scheme." What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> well, like, like what, what are you talking about? If you don't, if you don't like the organization, he's tight because they don't want him on the conference calls. Because all he does is talk negative about the organization. I would do the same shit. If yeah. all you're doing is talking Slander, negative, yeah, then get out of here. You don't yeah. need to be here. I agree. Stop complaining. I this agree. shit is fucking the worst, you know? <laughs> and especially with uh, Porzingis. Porzingis, all he did for the past couple of days is complain and complain and complain. If you if you want to, if you if you real, you about that life, say what happened. Ah, you're right. Say what happened. You're stop, right. Stop, stop avoiding it. Yeah, stop leaving us on cliffhangers all the damn time. You're right. Say what it was. We'll see what happens with that trade, though. We'll, we'll, time will tell. I just think from from a New York basketball standpoint, I'm just tired of New York being a laughing stock for it basketball. Is, I'm happy the Nets is coming up, but obviously, like as a Nets fan, like they called me today. It's funny we say that they called me today. <laughs> season tickets. Season tickets. They like, yo, you trying much, to? They like you trying to? Man, we ain't even talk prices yet. But they was mm-hmm. like, are you trying to come to games this year? I was like, yo, listen, I'm just trying to come to playoffs. And they try to hit me. Well, you know. Playoffs go tickets going to sell out mad quick. I'm like, all right. Psych. He's like, we'll give priority to people who, you know, buy like, you know, packages and whatnot. That's a lot. And I'm like, bro, first of all, I bought see, I bought playoffs tickets before. It's yeah, just like buying Yeezy. You be on your computer early, yeah. you type it in, you get it. That's it's all plain you and simple. Do. That's all. Nah. But, you nah. know, but it's just like, as a Nets fan, we're going to just take this season. We just, you know, we just want to make the playoffs and depending on who we matched up with, win a playoff series. That's all. We know we're not built to we're win a championship. Like we're at six seed, but so we're gonna kind of fall. Well, they're falling, but we're falling too. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be a little tricky. We'll see what happens. Karis right, will come back within the next two, three weeks. Karis so. is, is a beast. Man. Yeah, and then when, hopefully Dinwiddie's back in another four weeks. But it's just I want all teams in New York to flourish, man. I just want New York. We're a major city. Like we're too, we're too good to not have good teams. You know what I mean? Like I went to Boston a couple weeks ago. <laughs> And just the pride in their teams. You got kids walking around in Celtics jerseys. Just, you know, like it's regular. I don't see motherfuckers walking around in Knicks and Nets jerseys regularly on a game day. Unless you're going to the game. Like, that day it was, you know, it was Celtics, Celtics, it was Celtics Warriors. Everybody got their Celtics pride. I feel like every NBA team goes through this type of hiccup. Like, the Celtics were bad They used for to years. suck, yeah. They used to for suck. years before Same they thing got with Durant, the I mean, uh, Garnett and... Yeah, before they bust that blockbuster, there wasn't shit going on over there. Nah, they, they were bad. They were they bad. They were horrific. Yeah, they were bad. Like, with all Antoine Walker and Oh, all gosh, yeah. They weren't, they weren't good. So, it's just like, it's just like, but enough is enough. At some point, it has to end. And I'm hoping that... For the Knicks and the Nets, this is the beginning of something of us turning the page. That's all I'm saying. So time will be tell. Optimistic. Yeah, I hope, man. But Porzingis, I'm glad you're gone. I'm tired of your complaining. <laughs> I, I feel like the Knicks, 
the Knicks were, were old school. I, I love that. It just reminds me of like that old school '90s. Like, yo, you complaining? Get out. Get the fuck like, out. Just get out. <laughs> Stop complaining. I love that. I respect it. But man, like the only other thing in like New York basketball besides the Nets right now, though, like that's been good, but it's starting to fizzle. Been St. John's basketball, honestly. Oh yo. man, yo, we were. But it's like fourteen game winning streak. So did I tell you? I've been a Shamari Ponds fan since high school. Mm. I, I, and the only Jefferson. reason I could say that Shout is the first game I saw of his, it was at LIU Brooklyn in my college. I was in college, maybe a junior in college. They had the the semifinals at LIU. You ever been to a PSAL basketball game? Yeah. Crazy I went, environment. I went, I went to one. Was, Crazy uh, environment. It wasn't PSAL. It was uh, Lincoln versus uh, St. Raymond's. St. Ray's. Okay, yeah. St. Raymond's. Okay, St. Yeah. Raymond's had trunks. But you just see, like, the, the environment. It's like all the diehard basketball fans in the cities in the crowd. It's just Crazy. really hood. Yeah, I know. Like, I remember I during that, that game. That yo, some kid <laughs> fucking, yo, it was so real. Some kid was talking shit. The coach was like, yeah, I don't got time for this shit. Benched the motherfucker. He got arrested. They took him out. The cops took the kid out in handcuffs. Whose team is this? This is, I don't know who they beat in the quarterfinals. <laughs> oh, Jefferson. But it was just crazy because you could That's tell crazy. Pons really got under his skin. And then in my head, he was he was much smaller. He's not a really big guard, but he's probably like 5'10". And in my head, I was like, yo, if this kid could just find a way to get to Division One basketball, he'll be interesting. You know what I mean? And I always knew he was gonna be under recruited and whatnot, just because of his size and you nah, know. he uh, he was killing the senior. He, yeah, he was killing. I'm but pretty he, sure he was like, like a three star recruit though. He wasn't like a you know he wasn't a four star, five star. You know, like he wasn't getting offers from the big ACC schools. I think he was getting a lot of big. I don't know what I forgot what conferences, but I was shocked that. St. John's, like, but I, I was happy that he 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 took the risk of like he bet on himself. He said, "Yo, you know what? I'll stay local. I'll go to St. John's and I'll work. I'll work my ass off." And mm-hmm. if you saw his first couple seasons, you know, kind of looking similar to what he was in high school, just you know, chucking shots, whatever. It wasn't really much of a of a like elite scorer. Second season, he's starting to improve as a scorer. He kind of kind of hit his shot from anywhere, but like you know, he kind of says, "You know what? Let me go to the combine." Let me declare for the draft. Let me see what's going to do. And I told my boy JP, if you're listening, shout out to JP. I was like, yo, if he goes into this draft fully and he doesn't take his name out, that'll be the biggest mistake. But just because there's not enough buzz and it's almost like you haven't really done much. Like Biggie's basketball isn't really what it it used to be. The stage isn't really as big. And I think the only time his name really got on the chart last year, it was a good two-game stretch. He played Villanova. He played Duke at the Garden. Beat the shit out of Duke. Well, he didn't beat the shit out of Duke. But he beat Duke. I remember that. Clutch upset. And then the following day, he beat following game, he beat Villanova on the road. Number one lost, team in the country. And then we lost by 20 to Duke the other day. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing. They lose by 30 to Duke this year, but at Cameron Indoor. Yeah. But still. But it was just like, whatever. So I was just like, whatever. But he bets on himself, comes back this year. And literally, like, if you look at that St. John's team, it's like they're not really the most talented bunch of. No, nah, they're not. They players. got a, they got a whole bunch. They got a couple of kids that transfer. Couple transfers, yeah. And he just the way he shoulders that team and pits the team on his back, you just he's it's been remarkable. Like, they're fun they, to watch. Look who they're playing. Like no, you know, no shade to the NEC, but yeah, they, their schedule isn't that. Their the, schedule the, the wasn't RPI that. The RPI was low. It was low. They did get ranked twenty fourth. They got twenty fourth, but it was like the minute they got ranked, that's they, when they shit lost. started going south. Yeah. That's when they started losing. And, but I mean, and, and the thing is, I mean, looking at it, I'm, I'm, I won't say they're a lock for the tournament, but they nah, should be. I don't, I, don't, I don't think so. Well, what yeah, they got, the they RPI got. The, was too weak. Yeah. Well, what they're gonna have to do now is win, win games. Biggies. 
They're going to have to, I don't think they have to win the Big East, but they have to beat the big teams in the Big East. They have to beat the Marquettes. They have to beat the Villanovas when it matters. You got you, you just can't afford to lose these games to the teams that aren't that good. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. They're, they've been fun to watch, though. And those those teams, like the, the other Big East schools, they aren't good athletic or good talent-wise. They're, they're coached well. Yeah, they're I don't exactly. know if Mullins is really the greatest coach, actually. Mullins is not the – he's not a coach. Yeah. St. Jean is a coach, the <laughs> assistant. Jean. The St. Jean is the, the assistant coach at St. John. Yeah. And he's the one that decides – on what plays goes on, yeah, and 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 such. Mills is, I mean, uh, Mullins is just a name face. to sell the tickets. Yeah, man. him and him and uh, Mitch Richmond. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I think Ponds will definitely. He's definitely going to the NBA this year. I've seen a couple mock jazz. <sighs> he's they they have him mocked as a twenty seventh, like you know, in that late. He's a late first round, you know, early second round pick. So we'll see what happens. But I mean, he's improved his game, like could cat like. Tremendously, so yeah, he has. He like Shamar is a beast from a New York I'm standpoint. Like from someone that's fan. seen the kid from like beginning to now, I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. You've seen his his maturation. Yeah, as a, yeah. he's really mature. And the thing I like about him is he's really mature. Like you don't see him really getting into trouble and shit. Never. Not really like he's never like doing dumb shit. Even following him on social media, he's a chill kid. Mm-hmm. He's not like talking dumb shit. He's really smart. Like. So I wish the best of him. I hope he yeah. makes it. Shout out to Shamar. We'll see what happens, man. Keep it, doing your thing. It'd be some funny shit if you can end in a New York team, but I doubt it. But we'll see what happens. <laughs> like uh, like Whitehead? Well, Whitehead. Whitehead, like, no disrespect to Whitehead. I felt like Whitehead was really a ploy to kind of sell tickets. Yeah, like on a, we're going to get a Brooklyn-born oh, oh, kid okay, on the team you, for the you. Nets. Because you could kind of tell that they never really fully, fully, fully. They gave him chances, they but have you know. Support. They weren't. Yeah. yeah, but they knew like, yo, listen, he was either gonna pop right away or it wasn't gonna be. Him and Clay Anthony, the same type of. Yeah, players. same thing. It's crazy. Same, same type of career trajectories. Yeah. But it's I mean, weird. Whitehead's playing overseas. I mean, they're making money. Like, yeah. I, like I said, I don't yeah, feel bad. Money. As long as these kids, they, 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 they're doing better than a lot of us. So good for yeah, them. Yeah, they're, they're definitely making but money. But it's rough, man. It's fucking rough. <laughs> It's so rough. To be an NBA player, to especially, it's so hard to 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 stay know, in the league. To stay in the league because the shelf life, if you're not a top like first round pick, mm-hmm. it's short, man. It's short. Yeah. So you gotta really grind. You gotta really grind. Like especially PJ PJ Tucker. He's I mean he's not the he's not the best player. He he's all like it's all about now. It's not all about the the kicks and how you dressing. Mm-hmm. Like but. I guess he's losing, he's losing like how he, you know what he did to get to that. To the league, yeah. yeah. Like, like guys like that should not be chilling and, you know, yeah. and more focus on. They need to grind and yeah, like, they work have to on grind. Their like game. you gotta feel, grind, yeah. man. And that's the thing. It's just like yo, you're gonna get replaced every year. There's gonna be sixty Quickly. young motherfuckers from the world that could do what you're doing. And that's the thing. These kids are coming into the league mm-hmm. doing what the league wants them to do. So the league is looking for: Can you shoot the three? Can you play defense? Ah, exactly. ah, that's it. It's such a fast, yeah, fast. Like league. the league changed on a lot of people so quickly that now they don't have jobs. Like. Remember Nerlens Noel? We kind of yeah. thought he was so cool. Now it's like Nerlens Noel is hanging on by a thread to stay right. in this league. I don't know. And it's so hard. It's so hard. Yeah, it's so hard to be like what the league wants. So it's tough, man. It's tough. It's really tough. Every 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 major league, uh, you know, league is 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 tough to even to even stay there. Like you know, I had a friend that you know he he got signed 
as a as uh, was a camp camp uh, signee okay. for the Bears, and you know he signed oh, yeah, a little ten, yeah, he signed a little ten day contract. Tough, but ew, he played a four preseason games, and that's it. That was it. Yeah, I have a um, that was it. I have a friend that he played for the fucking he played for this he played for the Cardinals, but. He used to date some girl I went to college with, but it's like every season he's with a new team. Like What's homie happened. Gerald Hodges. Gerald Hodges, Hodges Jr. Right. Always like and the thing is like every year I always see him he'll get a pick. Like he's the dude that picked off Geno Smith when he played for the Vikings at one time. Uh-huh. It was him for the pick six. But like it's just like it's tough. Like if you don't have what they want every year, yo, you live in year to year in this league, so yeah, yeah. shelf life is short, so you just gotta make as much money as you can and enjoy it while you can, man. <laughs> it's rough. You gotta, make, you gotta make those pesos and invest make that and that shit save. Count. Gotta save. Man, we'll see what's good, man. Last thing though that I want to get to is these damn Lakers, man. <laughs> Do you think LeBron is a cancer? I'm a, I'm a LeBron Ooh. fan, but I, I, I want to say something. I don't like LeBron. Somebody, I'm waiting for somebody with the cojones to tell LeBron to like, yo, shut the fuck up, let me do my job. I heard through and the I don't know. Yeah. I thought Magic would have been able to do that because of his OG status, but yeah. he hasn't. I, I heard through the grapevine that uh, that they're trying to get uh, Jason Kidd as a coach. As a coach, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how true that is, but I, I like did. That. I did hear. I about just don't that. like how they. It's just like, I, it's so bad. It's almost like the Cleveland thing all over again, where LeBron comes in and it's like you had these original plans. Like, oh, this was gonna be the coach. We're gonna build around this play, and then all of a sudden LeBron comes and it's like, nope. Now we're gonna do what LeBron wants. We're gonna get what LeBron He's wants. Like coach. Kim Jong Un. He's a damn. He's dictator. a dictator. Like I, I love, I love LeBron, but I feel like he's always trying to dictate stuff. Like even, even yesterday, like I was scrolling through Twitter, and your man's tweeting like, oh, what up? Shams, what up, Wode? Yeah, 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 what like, up, Haynes? Like, what are you doing? Like, there's too much influence, and I, I, I and, too much and I think the NBA kind of gotta like, and I, I'm all for player empowerment, but they gotta put the reins back much. on this shit, bro. It's too much. And like, my logic is, it's like, yo, you're not, you're not fucking, you're not the coach, you're not the the GM. Like, stop trying to take over everything. That's my only thing. <laughs> is like hypothetically speaking. There's no reason you coming in here. They're talking about trading the whole damn team for Anthony Davis. Like, and at some point, the NBA has to kind of just be like, "Yo, this is collusion. <laughs> this is fucking collusion. Your GM, your 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 agent is fucking. Your agent Shout out is to his Kaepernick. agent. Collusion, man. They gotta call collusion on this shit. So I'm hoping eventually they could just That's take hilarious. care of that shit. Cause it's just it's it's a little annoying now. It's like, bro, like. What are you really trying to do? He, he, he just wants he just wants to dictate the damn team. That's just what it is. It's the same thing like now we see today with with Lavar. Lavar came out and said that his son, if he gets traded, he needs to go to to Phoenix. Like, like who are these people? Like, who are these? Like, like, my I, thing is, do you want a fucking job or not? Nah? <laughs> <laughs> if not, there's plenty of places you could play in China, motherfucker. That's real. my thing. Like, stop fucking appeasing these motherfuckers. Yeah. And that's my only thing. It's just like... Because what's going to happen with this LeBron situation is... LeBron's going to do exactly what he did to Cleveland. You're going to get all these places, pieces. And then if it don't work, the team is going to be fucked. And it's going to leave them in a fucking slump. Like, you see how fucked up Cleveland is now? Oh, man. He yeah. left these motherfuckers without shit. Yeah, but he gave them a championship. He did, but he that. fucked that team up after he left. And it's just like we we gotta they, we gotta we gotta we gotta put our foot down, man. So LeBron, I love you, bro, but like, yeah, cut that shit out, kid. man. Fall back, son. Yeah, for real. He needs to really fall back. Man, and it's it's not it's not the 
it's not the best thing to have a, a have a player dictate your team. Too dominant, yeah. It's way can't. too dominant. Yeah, it's just not it's not for it, man. For real, for real. But we'll see how this shit shapes out these next couple weeks in the, in the NBA. Hopefully, shit gets better, man. Yep, yeah, we'll we'll see. The, the NBA, the NBA is, is is evolving, and I love the league. I yeah. wish I wish the the NFL could kind of uh, piggyback off what the NBA is doing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, having the, the players have a voice. Yeah. Versus the NFL, where there is no voice. Mm-hmm. The CBA is a lot better than yeah. the NFL. Absolutely. If I'm a player, like the CBA needs to be fucking thrown out. Yeah, I get overhauled, especially in the NFL. They they have to change that immediately. And yeah. if there's no change, like players gonna lock. This, this well, the thing is, the NFL lockout would have more of a fucking impact than an NBA lockout, just because the season is so short. Mm-hmm. Every week you lose an NFL lockout, they're gonna work to get that shit done. Yeah. It's just so much money, man. Like shit is a damn shame. Yeah, it it it, it is a shame. Like. And and it's it's crazy because, you know, most of these franchises and and teams are mostly you know, African Americans. Yeah. Mostly male, uh, male, obviously African Americans. So we have to do a better job in, you know, you know, signing all these bylaws, making sure we read. Yeah, make sure it's in our best interest. Damn, like damn, yeah. motherfuckers didn't read the damn <laughs> for the NFL. Like what yeah, the hell are y'all doing? Not. <laughs> Shit is just dumb. Until then, they're never going to, like, get anywhere, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People kill me. Like I said, the NBA is a dictatorship, but until we do shit about it, ain't nobody going to, ain't shit going to change. You got to start with the players, though. For real. Everybody's like, oh, we're not, we're boycotting the NFL. Meanwhile, everybody saw that shit yesterday. Yeah, I was never about that, but all those people talking all that shit, they're like, Oh, Travis, you sell us out for this? I saw that tweet somewhere, and I said, you dumbass motherfucker. I don't know why I said, Travis like Travis is a sellout. Scott. I said, Travis is a sellout, but you watched the shit. <laughs> I, like, how did he do yesterday? Because I didn't watch He that. did one fucking song. I told people this shit, though. He wasn't the headliner. If you thought he was doing anything more than one song, you're a fucking idiot. But I, but I, I like, I don't, like, I, I list, Astral World was. It was okay. <sighs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I, I was a big Travis Scott fan, and I'm the only one that's not a Travis suck ass motherfucker. Sure. That shit was average though. Yeah, Everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, this is so great!" And I'm like, "All right, guys, <laughs> he's a good performer. I'll say that. Like his concerts are probably dumb lit. For someone who's seen yeah, him perform kids, live in Vegas, always, he's full of energy. Crazy. He's full of energy. He's a great live performer. Mm-hmm. But like that album, man, for as long as it took, it was a long album." Took two years and that shit was it was, it was okay, man. But 2018 was a was a really good good year for, for hip hop in yeah. general. Yeah, like it's it, on the right path. It was like all over. It was like in terms of like the new generation, the old generation. Mm-hmm. It was a good. It was a good mixture. It was a lot of good. Uh, Everybody did pieces good. That came out. I, well, I hopefully, we have another good year coming. We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully. Now you got now you got these guys behind bars. So yeah. your boy uh, Daniel Hernandez, oh, Takashi, Takashi. Nah, I don't free that nigga. <laughs> honestly, I don't really fuck with him, honestly. I'm not, that, that's something that the younger kids are into. A couple of his songs I bop to, and it's entertaining, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to front like I love his shit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. He's he's different. He's weird. He's like a rock star. Yeah. You know, but he also tried to push that gang life. Man. That's he the thing. is like, life. you don't need to do that shit to push your music in 2019. That's my only thing. Uh-huh. So it's a little annoying, but... Man, you gotta do what you gotta do. Hopefully, he gets his life together. But fuck him, he made his money. He made his money. Now he's got. Now he gotta serve 
the warden. <laughs> <laughs> Not the law, the warden. The warden. Fuck him. That's on him. Fucking rainbow here. <laughs> Fuck him, man. Crazy ass. Man, but I appreciate you doing another episode as always, man. We yeah, gotta for keep real. you on. MC. I gotta keep you more freaking on this shit. I would love to. I would love to come on here more frequently. I'm like, try and get you on like at least monthly. It's, it's, it's always it's up. always fun. Like I always, like the, the yesterday when when I was you know obviously I was like oh we're gonna do the podcast like I went back and listened to the podcast. Now right. Yeah, it was dope. It's man. funny whenever I tell people, like, I'm like, yeah, I got a record a podcast with a kill. They know who you are now. They're like, oh, that's the dude that was on the first podcast. Like, they oh, know the two of us. Yeah, you actually got a couple following. I think the young <laughs> heads, funny. I think the young heads like it because you give shit from an old head perspective, but you're not that old at the same time. Like, you, you're not 40 oh, yet. 31, you just turned 30. Right, Damn, cool. you be eating me, kid. That's about <laughs> nine 40 years. Yet. So it's like, Motherfuckers yeah. got no babies. So the young, so young, yeah. No wives. <laughs> young niggas <laughs> listen like, all right, all right. Not that far off. So it's, that a, it's, a, it's a different, we it's have a, a good, good dynamic. Uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's like, yeah, you're not like too old where it's like, yo, he don't know what the fuck he talking about. He out of touch. Because so. I be dealing with these kids on the every goddamn day. Exactly. Basis. So you hip off that deal. Lord have mercy. Jesus. Lord of Christ. Yeah, at least you don't got to worry about having kids. I might be having a kid on the way, man. Oh, for real? Nah, I don't know. I think, <laughs> honestly, no no funny shit. Oh, damn. I think my girl's pregnant, but I don't know. We'll see. It's supposed to damn. come in a couple of days. I'll let you know in the next damn, episode man. if my Yo, father or not. Breaking news. <laughs> e. Taylor, e. Taylor's about nah, to honestly, have a baby. Honestly, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, we're not keeping that shit. <laughs> damn. Nah, I mean, damn. I don't know. If she said we keep it in, then fuck it. Damn, like, I, Daniel. But then that's it, though. That's but, it. But the thing is, with that is like, I like a few years ago, I, I got a chick pregnant. and uh, Yeah, everybody's had in their life. Oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah. It was crazy. Like, just going to that clinic and seeing, like, fucking girls like young girls oh yeah i, like, I can imagine yo they have belly showing and again that's oh, that's oh, wild oh so they got to the late late process yeah, late no nah, the minute the period Shout out to come, the late late the ball late late <laughs> the minute that shit like the minute i know it's rap i'm i'm in i'm in the, i'm at planned parenthood <laughs> but the thing is i think i'm good uh, i don't know like i went on planned parenthood and it was like yo the pull out method is like 79 percent effective yeah, that, that, and I, I i just feel like why would i be the 21 percent? you know like, what i mean yeah you don't want to be deandre jordan shooting free throws 21 percent yeah you're trying yeah. to get that that malcolm brogdon i want that good free throw percentage yeah I, so you like, gotta strap up kid you right but mm. wear that wear that armor brother we'll see we'll see but I'll keep y'all posted, man. Next episode, I'll let y'all know if I'm a father. But, <laughs> yo, I appreciate you for coming. We got to do this yeah, again sometime. Right up, right up. Yo, I appreciate y'all all for listening. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wavy New Yorker podcast. Y'all have a great week. Catch y'all soon. Stay blessed. Later.